0: Hello and welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. This is episode number 36, the 100-point game of practice and how it worked. My name is Jeff, and I will be your host for today, and let's get started. We do uh, have a list of swimming games on our website, swimminglessonsideas.com, and on that list you will see the 100-point game. It's up at the top, and we've used this in practice and at Swim Lessons. And i want to share with you our success and failures let's get started as i've said we use this game in practice and we've done it at this point um, i think 10 times we've played this game And the first few times, it's a little difficult, it's a little challenging uh, to be effective as a swim coach when you're doing this game, but once you kind of nail down the intricacies of this game, it makes for a really fun, exciting activity. We found that the swimmers really enjoy it too. I mean, they get into it, they enjoy winning or having the most points at the end, and when you attach a reward at the end or a punishment for the other three teams, then uh, it makes the athletes that much more interested in, in participating and doing well. Uh, and I'm going to get into the setup and how we did that uh, as we get going. One thing I do want to mention to you is that, you know, I recently wrote a book, How to Create Fun and Effective Swim Games. And that is what well, we worked on it. And that's available for you on Amazon right now. And this game is developed out of that book. So it uses the same formula and uh, you know who you're working with, what you want to accomplish, how you're going to do that, and then evaluate and reevaluate and adjust and, and change based on your experience, what worked well and what didn't work well. And you can find all that information in the book, how to create fun and effective swimming games. Uh, So the 100-point game at practice, and let me tell you where we did it, who we worked with, uh, and how it worked for us and what we liked about it. So we used it in our four-lane 20-yard pool, and we had four teams, so each lane was a team, and we used it with our uh, pre-competitive group. So they're just on the cusp of competition. They can go to the swim meets. They can participate. They're expected to go to practice about two times a week. For the most part, they've been swimming for over a year on a swim team. And they have a general understanding of basic sets. And we played this game with them, our pre-competitive group. And um, like I said, we had four teams, four lanes in a 20-yard pool. And we use a whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, we draw columns for each lane. And put 100 at the top of each column. And we do different activities. And so I'll write a set on the board underneath the columns. And then as we go through the set, uh, there are things that we can take points off for. And we make it clear up front. If you don't streamline, you lose a point. If on freestyle you're lifting your chin above, you know, up to breathe, then you lose a point for every instance that we see. If you're doing a legal breaststroke kick, you lose a point. If you're doing um, a one-hand touch on breaststroke or butterfly, you lose a point. If you do anything illegal, every illegal instance is a missed point. Uh, so those things that you're hitting on in practice that you're looking for quality swimming in, we use that to say if you're not doing it, you're going to lose points. You're not punished. There's nothing wrong with losing points. You, know, you just won't win the game at the end. Um And what I liked about this is that, uh, well, let me go back. So our set that we did was a basic IM set. We did four fifties of butterfly kick down where you take four strokes of butterfly on the first, uh, the first, you know, let me explain it better. It's four fifties fly kick for four stroke or fly swim for four strokes and then kick the rest of the first 25 and then backstroke on the way back. So for the first four 50s, you would push off the wall in streamline, do four strokes of butterfly, and then do butterfly kick with your hands by your side the rest of the first 25. And then on the way back, because it's a 50, you would do backstroke swim. Now some of you are asking, you know, probably thinking in your head, you know, if they're in a 20-yard pool, how are they doing 50s and 25s? Um, And to address that directly, we say the one length is a 25. And we do that because we also work at a 25 yard pool. So just for standard understanding, you know, one length is a 25, which is pretty typical. Um, Unless we're in the 50 meter pool, uh, we just say it's, you know, not to be confused. Instead of down and back, we just use the common lexicon, the common nomenclature of a 50. So a 50, even though it's a 20 yard pool, we're going down and back okay so the first 25 like i said four strokes butterfly and then butterfly kicked the rest of the 25 and on the return it was backstroke and then we did backstroke, breaststroke 450s and then 450s of breaststroke freestyle so it was kind of an im set uh, where you i think it's called indiana im where you go fly back for 50 and then back breast for 50 and then breast free so we did that essentially And we did IM so we could give everyone an opportunity to do every stroke. We did them in shorter distances so we could focus in on corrections and uh, making sure that participants weren't losing points. So everyone worked as a team, and we told them why they lost their points. Now, this might be the uh, single best and worst thing I liked about the game. Uh, The best thing I liked about it is because... The swimmers that participated and really cared about what they were doing and cared about the fact that they were in a group environment, really responded well to being called out on what they did wrong, you know, you didn't streamline, you lost a point. Um, Or on breaststroke, you did a legal breaststroke kick, you took 30 kicks, you lost 30 points. Which can seem harsh, but uh, it worked really well because it was a really good motivator for uh, doing things well. And... For those swimmers that can't do breaststroke kick yet, we didn't watch them every time, so they weren't losing hundreds of points every opportunity. Um, you know, we were looking at, okay, well, you did it wrong this last time, but this time you made an effort to change, and you did, so we're going to not take those points away. So there's a little bit of a leeway here on what you are going to enforce and what you're going to take points away with. Um and it's up to you to see what kind of care and stick that you're going to use to motivate your swimmers. Uh, so we use this game, like I said. Uh, and what I liked about it is that there was this really good energy of teamwork involved. So when pe- everyone was losing points. I mean, it's not just one person that loses a point. I mean, and the idea is you want to spread around the point loss to everybody. So, you know, you didn't do a streamline. You took a breath on your first stroke. You weren't kicking the whole time. Uh, you lifted your head up before you did your flip turn. You didn't do an open turn. You did a flip turn. You know, you can you can find something in everyone to kind of spread it around. And again, the idea is not to be punishing them in a malicious way and saying, you know, you lost points. You're a terrible swimmer. That's awful. No, instead, you know, you want to make sure that you give feedback to everyone because you can give feedback for everybody while they're swimming, and you can attach a point value to it. Now, the people that do things repeatedly incorrect that you tried or attempt to correct on a regular basis, it's a really good opportunity to get them in a social environment where they do their bad habit and then you, I'm using air quotes here, punish them by removing points and then you tell the group about it because then the group is going to get on their case and they're going to be like, hey, you didn't streamline. Why didn't you streamline? Coach Jeff tells you to streamline all the time. You should do it. Um And then lo and behold, the next opportunity they do it, they do a correct streamline. So that's what I really like about the game. What I like, the teamwork, the response to losing points, because it's not just the coach saying, you know, do something better. It's also, well, there's a a reward attached to this. And and if my team doesn't have the most points at the end of this game, then then we're not going to get the prize and everyone else is going to get punished. Uh, so, or you know, what? However, you set up the reward and uh, punishment system of the game. Uh, so, what I, I really like that about the game. What I didn't like, I didn't like how, if you took away points from someone that was really putting in a lot of effort in, they might get defeated and shut down. So they might feel like they're being singled out, or they might feel like um, they're being punished for not doing something well or correctly. And ideally, this is not an environment that we want to do that with. So you would want to take care with who you're punishing, again, I'm using air quotes, by taking points away based on behavior. And again, I would leave that up to the coach or the facilitator's discretion. If you have a particular swimmer that is extremely sensitive, maybe you're not going to take away 15 points for a 25 where they did flutter kick the whole time instead of butterfly kick. You know, maybe you would... Say you lose one point for that whole instance. It's up to you to kind of gauge the response that you're going to do. And if you have someone that can handle or is receptive to a mass loss in points that way, then you should do that. But if not, you should definitely adjust your point taking away based on the individual. And that's the one thing that I didn't like about the game uh, is that it's a little subjective. It's extremely subjective to the coach. You know, What did they see? Who are they looking at? And how many points are they assigning to the loss of, uh, you know, bad behavior? So is it every kick that they do that's a legal breaststroke? Is it just the, the one point for the whole length? If they can't physically do it, they haven't learned it yet. You know, where are you uh, drawing the line for these points, right? So, um, that, that's what I didn't like, um. It was extremely effective at first. Everyone was engaged as a group in each lane. Uh, There was a really high quality of swimming. Now, as the set progressed, because we did uh, 1250s, as the set progressed, uh, the quality faltered. So as the game went on and on and people were losing points, the initial enthusiasm and excitement and... Uh, Upsetness—I don't want to call it upset—but like the the fear of losing points kind of diminished as we went along. Um, so the fact that it was a short set really worked really well, and we mostly kept make sure that everyone was around the same point level uh, to balance it out and make it a close and interesting race. Uh, so as we went along, the quality of the swimming decreased, and that could uh, just as natural, I think, because. You get used to the fact that you're losing points, and at some point, you decide, I'm not going to continue. Uh, so, we want to reinvigorate that. So, maybe keeping it a little bit slower, uh, fewer in between, or giving opportunities to earn points back. Uh, there's, you know, we can make this a little more complex than it is. Uh, the goal here is to attach some sort of intrinsic value to doing something well beyond just the coaches saying, do this, do this. You know, have a point system where if you're not doing it, there's consequences. Uh, beyond just the coach saying, don't do that. Um, another thing that we ran into is that it was very easy to really punish people, which wasn't good for the, their self-esteem. So, uh, and I said this before, and what I didn't like about the game is that it made it really simple to say to someone, you lost 50 points for your team. And as a coach, to kind of be happy about that because you just watched that kid who never does breaststroke kick correctly do it wrong every single time now not because they can't but because they choose not to so you you had that opportunity to really punish them and make it really clear in front of their peers and defeat them uh, which was you know that's your instinct that's what you want to do first and you have to not do that so i think the potential for this Self-esteem destroying behavior on the coach's part is really high, so we might not want to be doing this activity in a way like that. So it makes it really easy to do that. So you got to be careful and keep keep an eye out for that. Um, it can be easy to single one person out. So to keep going to the same problem person, saying you're losing all these points for your team, you know that could be really defeating again. Um, now on the other side of this, it can be really fun and team building. So Everything, everyone struggles with certain things in swimming, and as a team, they can come together and work together. Now, one of the really exciting things about this game that we've played is that every single instance that we did, instance where we did play this game, uh, it was very exciting to see those groups that banded together and would help each other out. So what was really neat is that when... I would go up behind the lane and I would say, well, on this one, you know, Johnny missed three points for doing, um, uh, they didn't do a streamline, they didn't do an underwater breaststroke pullout, and they didn't do a streamline after their open turn. Uh, Susie didn't do an open turn, Jill didn't do two-hand touch, and Billy, uh, touched with one hand and then didn't do an open turn, just turned around and pushed off on his stomach. So... When you say that and you add up the points and together, that was seven po- or eleven points that they lost. Um, and I don't know if my math is right there, so if you listen to that and you counted up the points real quick, like that'd be fantastic. But anyways, so I went behind the lane and I said to them, you know, you guys lost all these points and here are the reasons why and here are the people why. And in every oppor- every every time we played this game, there was one group that would acknowledge that say, oh no, I, I messed up on that one. And then together, it was really exciting. It was such a cool moment as a coach. And this is, this is probably why I'm going to do the game again and I'll do it again. It's because they came together as a lane and they talked to each other about how to correct it. And they went over the steps using their own language to echo back what, I, as a coach, say to them to make sure that their teammates and their their friends in that lane knew how to do what they did because they're doing the same activity four times in a row, right? It's the same 450s, and then another 450s different, but those are the same, and then another 450s that are different, but those are the same, right? So fly back back breast and then breast free are the three sets of 450s so they had an opportunity to do it again and they would work on it together they would spend time together working on how to improve their strokes and how to do the streamlines they would say to each other remember lock your thumb squeeze your ears look down they would say remember you know don't lift your head up before the flip keep your head down turn to the side instead and then do your flip turn or push off on your back after your flip turn or when you're doing an open turn make sure that you touch with two hands and then karate chop yourself on the face while you fall down sideways. You know, they would hit all those key points that we teach and talk about on their own and to each other in a group. It was amazing. Uh, so it was really exciting. And uh, that's that's why I want to play this game again because every time we play the game, there is a group of kids, our swimmers that actively get engaged in helping each other out. And that's the part of this game that I think is the best. And that's what I want to see more of. And that's what we're trying to encourage through the games that we play and the activities that we do. Um, One final thing I'll say about this game, uh, because that's really the crux of it, is getting engagement, getting people interested in learning how to swim better. Right, That's our ultimate goal, is not just forcing them to do it, but to make them want to do it better. Uh, And this game succeeds sometimes. Um, Not everyone engaged in this way, but enough did that made it really beneficial and worthwhile. And those teams that banded together and helped each other out were the teams that tended to win. And we attached to the winners. They got five minutes at the end of practice to choose what they wanted to do for the end of practice. That could be a swim. It could be a game. It could be um, anything they wanted. Uh, and uh, that was the carrot that we used. And then as a stick for the teams that lost or had the lowest points, um, all three other teams had to do 10 push-ups, or 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups. So uh, we gave a reward, and we gave a stick, a punishment of, if you weren't the winners, then you have to do this additional work, or a 100 freestyle kick, something just additional. Uh, I want to know what you think about this game. Number one, send me an email. Jeff, I'm sorry, it's jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Again, send me an email at jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com if you've played this game. Uh, If you've seen this game on our website before, definitely let me know. I want to know if you've seen it and tried it on your own. Was it successful? Were there things about it that you didn't like or was there anything about it that you would improve upon? Uh, And then if you've checked out our uh, website. Uh, You may know that we're offering the swim lesson instructor swimming lessons ideas a complete lesson program right now. It's available on our website. It has everything customized. Um, uh, There's the digital copies of all the lesson plans, the visual swim skill sheets, there's level 1, level 2, level 3, Swim America, there's skill sheets for Uh, Streamline, position 11, breaststroke progression, arms, kick, uh, the drills that you can use and how to incrementally, step-by-step, get better at it with pictures and three-column setup so you can easily read and see it. And you can give it to your swimmers if you laminate it, and they can use that as a reference sheet and for um, uh, supported front glides and supported back glides. Uh, It's a great resource for your swim lesson program. Uh, And you get the uh, full skill sheet bank, which is a full list of all of our skills and activities for level one, level two, level three, level four, which we haven't completed our lesson plans yet, and our uh, swim team. So for our developmental swim team, all the games and activities that we do on swim team, you can get access to when you get the complete lesson program. Um, And and that's a valuable resource. Uh, And we'll give you, we'll share the Trello board with you so you can mix and match it. And I use Trello to plan out my practices for the most part because most of the activities we do in our developmental program, which is the learning to swim on the swim team program, is just drag and drop, right? So we do the uh, high volume short distance training program. So we do a lot of short distance activities. Uh, streamline, plus something, plus something else, and then return, move over to the side and return back to the line. And we want to do a high volume with lots of feedback uh, because we want to give them an opportunity to complete an action and then give feedback on how to improve and then see that improvement on the third time right? So uh, that's generally the format that we use. So you can drag and drop a lot of different things. And we've tried this over the last six years and it's been insanely successful with a burgeoning, great great uh, pre-competitive swim team that goes on to competition. So um, if you're interested in that, check it out, the complete lesson program. You can find it at the website, swimminglessonsideas.com. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, If there's anything that you would like to hear from me, if there's anything that you would like to hear about swimming or swim teams or swim lessons, send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Or you can connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. I'm pretty active on both. That is my personal email address and the uh, Twitter handle that we use for uh, our website. So definitely connect with me i'm very active and respond generally immediately and i would love to hear from you Uh, if there's any topics that you'd like to hear about anything that you wanted me to elaborate on i would definitely love to go into detail with that i'm interested in doing some periscopes so if that's something that you like and you want to hear or see more of again send me an email connect with me on twitter thank you for your time and tomorrow we can have better swim lessons take care Oh,